All right, welcome back to the Wrestling with Altitude podcast. I am your host, and I am joined on this episode by Rochelle Riveter. Rochelle, how are you doing? I am doing really good today. How are you? I'm doing just fine. So, uh, first question out of the shoot: uh, How did you uh, get introduced into this uh, wacky world of professional wrestling? Um, so super funny when I was younger, my dad watched wrestling a lot and my stepmom and I, we would always call it his soap opera <laughs> because that's what he would always watch. And so I would be into it a little bit with him, like, especially in the mornings, we'd watch a little bit of wrestling and then he's like making breakfast, stuff like that. Well, as I grew up to be an adult, I was very athletic, always in like team sports, whatnot, but I really loved to track because it was an individual sport. Um, and I just got to a point in my life where I was like, I'm so tired of doing the basic physical things. Like I was just so tired of it. And I remember Total Divas was on the TV and I was like, you know, I could definitely do that. Like, I'm definitely athletic enough. I could do that. And I called my dad, and I was like, hey, dad, uh, do you know any places? And his coworker actually went to Rocky Mountain Pro, um, which is Cormac. Um, and ever since then, I just got into it. And I've been I'm going off and on a little bit just because of life. But, yeah. That's how I originally got started. Oh, that's uh, that's great. So then um, let me uh, ask you a follow-up on what you just said. Uh, how did you uh, get uh, tuned into uh, Total Divas? Just knew that it was on or just flipping channels? What, what, how how that come about? <laughs> so I love reality TV. Okay. I love all things reality TV. It's like my... Uh, uh, kind of like my weakness. So um, I would always look for those types of things. And I originally was watching a little bit here and there, uh, the Total Divas. And one day it was kind of playing just like as a background. And I was just having these thoughts. And I'm very big on like, you know, what you put in the universe is what you'll get. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden I just like turned and I looked at the TV and I was like, oh, yeah, I can do that. <laughs> And it was just like the first time ever that it just like popped into my head instantly. And I was like, I can do this. I've done so many different things. Why wouldn't I be able to do this? I was in drama as a child too. So I just thought, yeah, this is something you should at least try. Uh, I I see. Awesome. So uh, you said you were uh, in uh, track. Uh, What were your uh, events that you uh, liked to, uh, what were the ones you participated in? So in high school, I did a lot of the 100-200 because I went to Westminster High School. Well, I didn't go there. I went to Pinnacle Charter High School, but they didn't have a track team. So all my four years of high school, I went to Westminster High School and did my track practices there. And then there I did the 100, the 200, and occasionally the four, occasionally. Um, but then when I got into college um, at Metropolitan State University, I 
was immediately told by my coach, you're a 2-4 runner. And so I became more into the 2 fours. <laughs> Oh wow, that's uh, that's cool. All right, yeah, I know um, I know uh, Pinnacle real, real well actually. Um, I um, just you know off topic conversation. Um, I graduated from um, Skyview or uh, you know at at well you know it wasn't uh, now it's you know Skyview Global Campus. So I was in um the Mapleton or Adams County District number one. So yeah, I know and we played Westminster every once in a while in in high school too for sports so yeah i definitely know i know the area so that's awesome yeah i know the same places <laughs> <laughs> that's cool all right so then um you said you got introduced actually to do this uh by um like you said the you um you said your your uh you said your stepdad uh went to uh rocky mountain pro show Is that what you no said? so oh. my um my dad. Your dad, dad. He, okay. Yeah, my dad, dad. Okay. Um, he, I asked him just one day because I knew that he still was into wrestling, and okay. I just asked him randomly. I said, "Hey, do you know anyone or anything that is that has wrestling or wrestling training?" Because I really wanted to. I was almost looking for like a gym kind of aspect of wrestling. Okay. Didn't think it would take me to where I am now. Um, but uh, my dad worked with, um, at the time, Cormac Battle, and they were spoke to each other because they were both really into food, and he, my dad was a chef. So, And the Cormac Battle told him, hey, I go to Rocky Mountain Pro Wrestling, and he said that they were doing tryouts and that I should go. And so he actually gave me um, their number. Well, he gave my dad their number. My dad gave it to me. And yeah. as soon as I got the number the next day, I was like, I'm going to call. Oh, awesome. Okay. So what was, uh, what was behind uh, you uh, deciding to uh, get into the ring? Was it just something that you always wanted to do? Well, so it's really funny. You know, <laughs> Cause when I was younger, I, I did a lot of team sports, but I didn't really like them mm -hmm. because I didn't like people touching me, which is so <laughs> ironic now. Oh, yeah. Because I don't know what told me that I needed to try and needed to be in that ring, but I knew that, okay, my dad has been watching this for years, you know, and I knew that. I needed to step out of my own comfort zone. I feel like throughout life, you always go through like these little milestones and you're like, I need to step out of my comfort zone and do something different. And that's exactly what I was going through. And well, I just happened to fall into Rocky Mountain Pro and it was the best decision of my life. That's, uh, that's awesome. Okay. So then, uh, getting into the training part, uh, what was it, uh, like for you, uh, anything come up that uh, was different than what you what you thought it was, and anything that was same that it was going to be uh, that it turned out to be. So absolutely, I. So again, you would think that an athletic woman like myself would be able to run back and forth on these ropes. No, that was not how it first was. I would hit the ropes a couple of times and I had bruises on my back and 
I would sit there and be so out of breath because it's such a different form of athleticism. So I had to really get used to that. And then we also kind of had to teach ourselves to be okay with hitting the mat. And when you grow up, you are never taught to be okay with hitting the mat, the floor, nothing. Right. Like, yeah, if you fall down, they say like, oh, it's okay. Get back up. You're good. But you've never had someone in your life say, hey, I want you to purposely make yourself fall, and I want you to attack the floor. In your mind, you're like, what? So it took me a little bit to get into that because every time I would freak myself out mentally. So it took so much discipline for me mentally and then physically just the different type of cardio, the different type of, you have to, it's like a mix of cardio. And then on top of that, you're kind of figuring out who you are and who you want to be and who you want to inspire while getting beaten up and Mm -hmm. (laughs) trying to convince yourself it's okay to hit a mat and you can just attack it and get right back up. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. That's, uh, that's great. Uh, so who who uh, did most of your uh, who did uh, most of your training or a lot of your training that uh, uh, when you when you got started and um, even even kind of now? So um, the beginning of my training, I would come like two a days. I would come twice a day, and it was mostly with Matt Yaden, um, or it would be with um, Anaya or. Curtis Cole, Jacob Humphrey, like he was definitely a really big role, especially in the evenings. But I always wrestled um, with a lot of the boys. Allie, of course, um, she was my main female woman. You know, she's my best friend and the auntie of my son now. So, but when I would come in the morning, it was mostly the men and Matt Yaden, especially. He dedicated a lot of his time with training me and teaching me the basics because he knew I was athletic enough, but he knew that he had to pretty much rewire my mind. Right. And that's exactly what he did. And if it wasn't for him and his patience and coming with me, being there with me in the morning, and then at night I would go to the big group training, I wouldn't be as knowledgeable or as good as I am today. Yeah, that's a great uh, point to make there. Uh, so, what, how um, long was it from the time you uh, started training to uh, getting that uh, first match? Oh man, I think it was like two months, or maybe even a month. No, it was a month. Oh wow! Yeah, I think it was a month because I think even Matt was like, you're like the fastest person to get on a show. Um, yeah, it was about a month because oh, I started in like July and it was before a milestone, I think seven it was in August. I'm almost pretty sure. So yeah, it was really quick. Like, I was not really prepared. I mean, I was, but I was scared, you know, cause it's your first time and yeah. I told all my family and I felt like I was on top of the world, but at the same time I was freaking out cause I was like, I'm about to go out there and pretty much show everything that all of these people inside here have trained me. Mm-hmm. And I can either make this look bad or I can make this look great. 
<laughs> and uh, I pray and hope for the best. Yeah, that's true. And then so, and um, I I think I know, but let's tell the listeners uh, what was your first match. So my first match was um, oh god, man, I I'm telling you. Not to give an excuse, but mommy brain is a real thing. <laughs> it is a real, real thing, people. Um, I was in a what is that called? Was it the Why um, am I like, like the um, was it the the Rocky Mountain Cup? The, yes, the, thank you, okay, Rocky yeah. Mountain Cup. Yeah, yes, it was the Rocky Mountain Cup, and it was a tournament. And literally, um, <laughs> it was, I came out, I want to say like third or fourth. Yeah, pretty early, if and, I remember right. Yeah. Yeah, I came out third or fourth. And when I walked out, I pretty much went up against all the guys. I had like two shine spots with two girls. Mm-hmm. And I was a part of the last three standings. Which was crazy. Because <laughs> I was like, what is happening? <laughs> and also, do you like it was my first match? So, being in that type of match, you are literally in there for like, I want to say 20 minutes. So, like, the whole entire time, I am blown because yeah. I'm like, this is my first match. My nervous, like, I'm nervous, and everything inside of me is just, ah, like, my mind is going crazy. And so, you kind of like, almost hyperventilate sometimes because you're like so excited, but you're so nervous. And I did get thrown out, but I was uh, third, you know, the last woman uh, standing, which I take much pride in. And from there, I just became Rochelle Riveter, you know, strong woman. Don't take no crap. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, it just kind of blew up from there. That's that's awesome. All right. So, what about uh, on the same lines? Uh, you remember what your uh, first um, uh, singles match was? Oh my gosh! My first singles match was with Ali Gatto. Honestly, all of my matches are typically all of my matches were typically with Ali Gatto because we really didn't have a big amount of what like we didn't have an enormous amount of women at Rocky Mountain Pro. We still don't. So it really was just me and Allie. And I remember that first time we wrestled against each other. One, I was all over the place. I remember I was really frantic and I was trying to rush through things. And I remember Allie, she put me in a hold and she was like, slow down. (laughs) And I was like... Oh man, God, I'm so sorry. And it was, but it was fun though. And literally, it was the first time where I had someone, you know, who was leading me, and she was another woman, and she really was so patient with me. I mean, honestly, I was super stiff with her, super, super stiff, like. <laughs> Oh, gosh. And she just, she helped me kind of build more confidence in myself after that, you know. 
she sat down and she told me, you know, you need to slow yourself down. You need to communicate. You need to listen. And it was all just things that I needed to hear. Right. Yeah, that's that, that's true because well, you, like like you kind of mentioned, you're 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 kind of nervous and and then probably on that uh that first uh singles match because it's, it's only the two of you, uh you're you're going, god, am I going to be able to uh, do what I need to get done here in, in this match. And, you know, and you don't know, uh, like you said, your, your timing, for example, in, in this particular case. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I was just, I mean, sometimes she could see it too in my face. I'd get that like deer in the headlights look. <laughs> oh man. That was the most frightening. That's the most frightening thing you could ever feel. It's like, oh my gosh, I don't know what I'm going to do. <gasps> and we're alive. You can't take this back. <laughs> you can't walk away. <laughs> it was so, it's so scary, but it's a rush after a while. It's like an adrenaline rush. Yeah. And uh, so looking at it um, now, uh, do you feel like you've, uh, you've uh, overcame that hurdle and been able to, get uh the flow of a match and and everything together a little bit uh more uh co co cohesively um i have so since i've come back now because i just had a baby um i have been working with alex and he has definitely taught me um the basics again um he's definitely taught me a lot. Uh, he's been like my main coach coming back, slowly getting me back into the rhythm of things. Because after a while, honestly, when you go through pregnancy and stuff like that, you, you kind of forget, like you really, your body doesn't forget everything. But as far as like some of the timing, remember when to breathe, things like that, you, 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 you just lose. So yeah. it's just retraining your body getting back into that ring shape. I call it ring shape because that, you really have to be a specific type of ring shape. And yeah. here's the thing too. You don't even have to be the most athletic person. Like, it's a different type of, different type of athleticism, honestly. Right. Yeah. And yeah. So, so. Yeah. Yeah. So, so true. Uh, yeah. So, uh, so, you know, the, you keep on uh, mentioning a bit, so congratulations on on the baby. Uh, I know a lot of uh, listeners uh, definitely uh, missed you and are excited to hear the rumblings and seeing you uh, seeing you come back. Uh, what's it? Uh, what is it like uh, coming back? Uh, is it just uh, like you said, just trying to you know go through the motions and you know get uh, acclimated again? Um. So no, you know, for me. I want to say my journey beforehand, my wrestling journey beforehand, I, you know, I was just a girl at the time. And I say I was just a girl because I really didn't have too many responsibilities, right? And now, after having my son, that's something that I have incorporated with my wrestling because that's something that I can't hide and that's something that I'm not going to hide. I'm a mom and I'm a good mom and I want my son to look back and be like, Oh, my mom was an example. Mm -hmm. My mom 
was this bad chick who just never gave up on her dreams. And that's something that I've really put this time into my wrestling is mm. who are you as a person and how can you resonate that to be in your wrestling? Because beforehand I was so, I felt like I was so into the athletic side of things that the character side, I kind of had it down, but not really because I still was trying to figure out who I was. And now that I know who I am, and I know why I'm doing these things. Like, I have a purpose. It's like, why not share that with all, like, everyone else out there? You know, there's so many women, so many moms who just feel like, oh, I can't do anything anymore because I have a baby. And it's like, n no, yeah, you definitely can. And so that's what I'm bringing a lot more of. Like, I had a baby I brought life to this earth and now I'm showing my child that you can mentally and physically take care of yourself and chase after your dreams right so it sounds like um you uh, want to try and try to uh, give a message out to the other women out there and I, I would suspect even probably even the uh, the men out there that have uh, children too that that you can have a that you can have a balance is that is that kind of correct yeah, I mean, honestly, too, you know, I, I, anyone, anyone who has a child, you are not stuck, you know, you don't have to continue to just be like, oh, well, let me just find the most corporate job ever, <laughs> and let me just live my basic life, like, no, you don't have to do that, because would you want your child to do that? No, you would sit there and tell your child to chase their dreams. You'd sit there and tell your child to go out there and anything they want to be, reach for it. And it's like, why, why don't we practice what we preach? And that's what I'm doing. I'm practicing what I'm preaching because my son's only nine months and yeah, he doesn't talk to me or anything, but he will always know my mom chased her dreams. And it's for everyone, men, women, you don't have to stop. Yeah. Uh, so what about uh, the uh, the locker room, your, your peers? Uh, how uh, has that been getting like advice, uh, you know, being welcomed into the uh, the parenthood aspect? Because I know there's a few wrestlers that have got, uh, you know, children uh, as well. So what kind of advice and uh, support have you uh, got from them? Uh, everyone has just been super amazing, you know, even throughout my entire pregnancy the girls threw me a baby shower which was so cute and they always made me cry because they did such nice things and I was so hormonal <laughs> so <laughs> they they were just so welcoming and they were so excited for me to be a mother because they knew that I wanted to be a mother and so when I came back they welcomed me with open arms and you know the only Thing that they pretty much just kept telling me was, you know, do this for, you know, do this for you, but also, you know, you got to take care of your family now too. So it's not just you anymore. Like it's someone else. And if you can balance your life like that, then you can do this. And so, especially, like I said, my 
best friend, Allie. She's a mother, and she has done this effortlessly. Mm-hmm. And so she's definitely someone that has been helping me as far as making sure that I'm mentally taking care of myself. Because as a mom, um, you can get diagnosed with postpartum depression, and I actually was diagnosed with that. So I, I was going through such a bad mental state and just confidence was just gone. And she taught me, you know, you have to take care of you. And then one of my really best friends, um, she wasn't part of wrestling, but she actually wrote me a letter. She's like my soul sister, Samantha, Kelly, if you're listening. Um, but she really kind of brought me back to like, all right, get it together because she suffered through her own um, uh, journeys and she really just told me what it's like, like you need to take care of yourself. If you want to do anything, if you want to achieve any dreams, you have to mentally take care of you. And so I think with those two women by my side and everyone else, you know, I just, I want to, again, I want to be where I am. Yeah. It's so true. Yeah, I would. I was. I would suspect uh, uh, Allie is a, a very good resource for you because she, uh, like you kind of mentioned, in you know, listeners of the podcast definitely know this as well. But she went through the exact same thing that you kind of went through. She started wrestling. She didn't um, have any. Uh, she didn't have any matches yet because she was still in training when she had her uh, mm-hmm. her daughter. But uh, it's, I bet it's very good. Uh, a resource for you because she went through the exact same thing uh, that, that you went through. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, she was definitely the person that was like, you can still do this and have a baby. Look at me. And when I tell you she did it effortlessly, she did it with grace. Mm -hmm. It was amazing. So I was like, (laughs) yes, that's gold. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. That's awesome. Uh, So uh, kind of switching back a little bit to the the wrestling. Uh, So far uh, in your uh, wrestling career, um, and I (laughs) think we already kind of mentioned it, but who have been some of your uh, favorite uh, opponents and some kind of highlights that come top to mind for you? Okay, obviously Allie, because (laughs) she is just my main squeeze. So I will fly ever put her over. Um, she has been an amazing influence, still is to me, always will be. Ali, love you. Um, Lainey Luck. Oh. <laughs> so this was, oh my gosh, this is my first Triple L show, and I was going against Lainey Luck, and when I tell you she is a joy, she is a joy. Like, me and her just got along right away. I remember we both did a double crossbody on each other, and it was the first time I ever did it. First time. I knew how to do a crossbody, but I've just never done a double one, like a running double crossbody. Mm-hmm. And so we both did it, and I literally looked at her and I said, all right, I'm going for it. Like, I know I can do this as long as you trust me enough to know that I can do this. And she was like, yeah, you can do this. Let's go. And it was it was the first time of me wrestling someone else outside of my own comfort zone, and... It was amazing. So definitely one that I will always remember. Um, And Heather Monroe, she, it's really funny because she was actually one of my uh, second to last matches before I left because I was pregnant. And it was my first match without respect. 
And at that time, I was actually six weeks pregnant, and I didn't know. Oh. So, yeah, so I'm sitting here wrestling this really, like, bad chick who's just, like, so beautiful. Heather Monroe is so beautiful, and she's so sweet. And I always told myself that I wanted a match where, like, I could use chairs and I could throw people and we could go around, and that's exactly what me and her were doing. We were going around, we pushed each other into the wall, threw her into, you know, the crowd. She hit me with a chair. It was the most incredible match and I felt so good and it's it was my second to last match before I left and I was pregnant it was so crazy <laughs> uh so yeah so along the same lines as that uh you uh got to uh see the inception of uh respect women's wrestling what would what was it uh your your thinking how did you feel hearing the uh that that was going to come to be, that that promotion was going to come to be, and you are going to be able to uh, wrestle in something uh, like that that's uh, so unique and so special? I was more than thrilled. You know, um, I think, you know, we're still going through the revolution of women's wrestling. So with us doing that, you kind of have to – you have to show people that it's not just, and I don't know if everyone thinks this, but, you know, in the past, it's not just a bunch of hot girls in some suits rolling around, you know? Like, yeah, we are beautiful women, but we are athletic, we're independent, we're strong. We could literally probably hurt you because we know some moves that will literally snap you. <laughs> so... I think having that and having it say respect, like it's such a powerful word, respect. Because everyone wants it. Men want it. Women want it. Dogs want it. Cats want it. Everyone and everything wants respect. And so to have that be the name of something that we've gotten so much great talent to just come out to respect, we are putting a stamp on Colorado wrestling. And honestly, for women's wrestling and indie wrestling in general, like we're saying you will respect us. Mm-hmm. You, you will. You will look at us like you look at the men. When we do things, it's because we are athletic, we're committed. And we've put our heart and soul into this dream. And I yeah. think that that's something that's going to show. Right. And and like you said, they uh, really hit a home run, per se, with that name. It, it gives the gives the mantra, it gives the the purpose. It, it hits hits all these little aspects of telling what the story of the promotion is. Yeah, absolutely. And. I think that Nick Gossard has done an amazing job and Matt because, you know, they're both working together. Right. I think that they did an amazing job. And we're honestly, too, we're able to be in a locker room with tons of women. And this is our chance, right, to empower one another, to support one another, not bring each other down. You know, we're respecting each other just like we want the respect from our audience. Yeah, so true. Uh, and so speaking of respect, uh, it was, uh, you know, kind of teased out there on the Internet. Uh, 
Uh, Respect uh, recently had a um, uh, closed uh, set t- uh, taping of uh, uh, matches, and uh, you were involved. Uh, how'd that uh, go for you? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I like thinking to myself, do I give the ultimate brutal truth or do I spice it up? But I'm going to give the ultimate brutal truth. <laughs> <laughs> so it was such a long day because we just took taping after taping after right. taping in different matches. And not going to lie, it's been a while since Mama's done a full match and I might have puked the uh-huh. first match because I was so just like, Bleh. and it was like towards the end too. And I like crawled over to the side. And I was like, oh, hopefully no one got that. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was so just not, my body was like, all right, we sh- we're shocked, but now we can handle it. Yeah. Uh, but it was so much fun. And it felt so good to be back in the ring. It felt so good to just, come out and feel like Rochelle Riveter. Like, it just feels so good. And um, it's going to feel even better as time goes. I got some new gears, so that's going to be fun. And I'm really just embracing this, who I am, who I am as a mom, who I am as a woman. So it was so much fun to just embody that again. It was great. Right. And I, I would suspect an an exhausting day because you guys uh, recorded uh, enough matches to uh, put out there on uh, Respect Women's uh, social media that, you know, the Facebook and the YouTube and, and et cetera for people to watch that uh, uh, they want to make sure that they get enough out there to, to keep the uh, eyes on the eyes on the product. I would suspect that it was, like I said, an exhausting day. Yeah, it was. Oh, my gosh, I did. So honestly, like. And for anyone who has done a sport, left, come back, you know, you know how hard that is. That first game you go, you're excited, you're ready, but you literally give it everything you got. And you should do that anyways. But I, I remember after four matches, I did four matches in one day, and they were – around seven to 10 minutes each. And at that time, too, you have to think, we're, we're women, right? You know, we put on some makeup, we gotta make sure our hair looks good. So after each match, we would like run, fix our makeup, fix our hair, try to look as good as we could in that moment, went back, taped the match, went back, yeah. like, it was so exhausting. I remember I got into the car and I was just like, I'm done. I'm done today. This is a long day. I want to see my baby. I want some food. <laughs> I was so tired. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, so uh, before we uh, get back to the uh, present, let's talk about the future. Now that you've uh, come back and you know, I suspect you probably had a, a lot of time to uh, think about uh, a lot of things. Uh, what would you like to do for your future uh, wrestling career? I mean, do you have any uh, dream opponents uh, that you'd like to get into the ring with? And these can be, uh, they can happen anywhere, anytime, anyhow. Um. Well, I definitely would love to get 
in the ring with Abaddon. You know, it's funny because we know each other, but I just don't. I've never wrestled her. We've never wrestled. And it's so annoying because she's literally the most amazing person. And I'm like, ugh, I just want one match with you, one. And it's not, I mean, it's not like I couldn't, like, you know, have her in the ring with me just one-on-one, but it's, like, just a broadcasted match with her. That's definitely one. (laughs) Um, Definitely would love to get signed somewhere, you know, whether it's AW Impact, Ring of Honor, uh, WWE is always a big goal for, I think, any um, pro wrestler. So it's definitely a dream that I'm striving on. You know, I've kind of come back with a, okay, I'm going to engage on, like, my social media more, and I'm going to really tell people, like, my story more. So that's definitely, I think, will take me a little bit more further as far as, like, now I, I know who I am. So when I do get approached, or if hopefully I do, you know, I say when I do because you have to put it out there in the universe. Mm-hmm. Um, but it would be more like we like we like you how you are. We like your character how you are. We like what you're doing. Like we just want you. We just want everything you in a ball, and we just want to take you. <laughs> and so that's the goal that I'm doing right now, especially for later. And then, I mean, I think. It would be so cool. You know, it would be it would be a really good match to have a mom on mom match with Becky Lynch because she is pregnant, right? And then you have Nikki and Brie Bella. Like, I would love to just do like a tag team match, like me, Becky, Nikki, Brie. Not manifesting that in the universe. Like one day it's gonna happen, and it's like mama matches. You know, just like one-on-one like that would be just so cool that would be awesome talk about it enough no one talks about being a mom enough and it's so cool and we do such cool things and it's like we should show that in wrestling we should show that so much more in wrestling yeah that would be that would be awesome and yeah i I like how you uh kind of build and book to that uh you know a mom's match so yeah that'd be that'd be great (laughs) yeah I'm manifesting it right now. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, what about the the present? Uh, what does uh, Rochelle Riveter have uh, going on uh, right now? Of course, we just talked about the uh, Respect Women's Wrestling uh, matches that'll be out there uh, soon. Uh, but what else uh, should people uh, be aware that you've uh, got going on uh, right now, currently? Yeah, so, I mean, currently, right now, personal life, I... I'm doing great. I'm I'm a wonderful son. I'm a wonderful partner and everything's just absolutely perfect on that aspect. But, you know, I'm also getting more involved with on my personal uh, social media page, which I'll be happy to share. I really have dived into um, postpartum depression awareness and mental health awareness just because it really took a toll on me um, for the first three months after me having my son. And um, I feel like women don't talk about that enough. People don't talk about it enough. You know, I feel like, especially during this time of COVID and we're all sitting at home most of the time, we're so used to, I'm an extrovert, so I'm used to speaking to people. I'm used to being around people. And when everything shut down and I just had a baby, like, 
you would like, I literally went crazy. I went so crazy. So I've been really trying to spread awareness about postpartum depression, um, mainly because not enough women talk about that. And on my personal page, I really bring it to light and let my people know that it's okay to not be okay because it's a journey. And we're still going through that journey and I'm still going through that journey. So one of my little projects, um, another project on the side, um, I will be, well, hopefully within like the next two weeks, licensed uh, Colorado licensed financial advisor. So for those of you who are needing some financial advice, I got you. And it would be really cool. Because it's like you see one side of me that's like, yeah. And you see professional side of me that's like, hello. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So definitely doing that. And, you you know, I want to start building myself my own brand, my own business, you know. And I love helping people. I've always loved helping people. And I've worked in industries. I've worked in the health industry as far as like gym. I was, I was in that industry for six and a half years. And now I'm in the health insurance industry. And I really, I really want something that, that feels genuine. And a genuine thing that I could honestly do is just help people in their finances, especially now when things like have gone, like hit the wall most people don't think that, oh, a pandemic's going to happen and I need to save up so much. Like, no one thinks about that <laughs> it's until now. And so I switched myself to doing something else. Like, I'm talking about postpartum and depression and mental health and physical health. So now I'm like, how else can I help more people? Oh, you can financially help them too. And you can help your loved ones. You can help yourself. So I'm doing that because I want to give more back. So that's what I've been doing right now. That's awesome. All right. Well, and and, and speaking of, uh, so uh, first of all, I want to thank you for uh, coming on uh, to the podcast. But before I do let you go, uh, people wanted to uh, follow you out there on the uh, social media. Where could they do that? So um, you can... There is my personal one that's really talking about like the mental health and postpartum on Instagram. That's at Rochelle underscore Jill S C H E E L. Um, that's going to be my personal one. Like I said, my mental health journey, um, physical journey, all of that. And then my wrestling on Instagram, that's going to be at Rochelle Riveter all together. Um, and then Twitter's the same way, um, at Rochelle Riveter. Uh, and yeah, and then Facebook is my Rochelle Shield. It's just that. So, but mostly I am more, I'm more on my Instagram. Like I'm always on my Instagram. Mm-hmm. Facebook to me has been more of like a, meh, eh, eh. <laughs> But, you know, it's just, it's always been that way to me where, um, you know, Instagram, I'm like, everyone, yes, please, if you want to be my friend, please be my friend. Like, let's build each other up. So. Awesome. It's great. Uh, like I said, uh, once again, uh, thanks for uh, coming on. And uh, hopefully I'll be able to, uh, with everything, as soon as stuff starts uh, calming down and everything, be able to see you in the future. 
Yes, thank you so much for having me, and you'll definitely be seeing me in the future doing some new stuff, so you should be excited. <laughs> Once again, a big, huge thank you to Rochelle Riveter for coming on to this episode of the Wrestling with Altitude podcast and introducing herself to all of our listeners and check her out uh, all those uh, shows and events that uh, coming up here in the future all right and uh, speaking of that uh, let's talk about what we do have it come up and I'm going to give you guys more than just a week worth of shows and that is mainly because a lot of these shows are uh, tickets are going fast and there may or may not be tickets left by the time that this is uh, put out there but let's uh, try to sell out each of these shows alright so first of all this Saturday uh, from, at uh, August uh, 15th we've got Colorado Springs Wrestling that is the uh, last resort event from Sunshine Studios in Colorado Springs uh, you want to get uh, tickets for that it is at uh, 6 p.m. Uh, tickets, uh, head over to the uh, Colorado uh, Springs uh, Facebook, uh, Wrestling's Facebook page, and you can uh, purchase tickets uh, right from there. It's as easy as that. And also, so let's talk a week after that. We've got uh, Lucha Libre and Laughs. Uh, that is August 21st and 22nd. They've got four shows that weekend there's two shows each night and some of the shows may be sold out and may or not but if you want to get tickets uh that is uh going to be at seven o'clock and uh, nine o'clock shows i believe uh they are going to be great fantastic it's at the oriental theater uh you want to get tickets uh head over once again to lucha libre and laughs uh facebook page and you can purchase tickets right there it's as easy as that i believe you can also get tickets from the oriental theaters uh website as well all right and then just now announced this is kind of fresh rocky mountain pro milestone 10 saturday august 29th at uh, uh 7 p.m from Romero's uh, Canine Club and Tap House in Lafayette, Colorado. Uh, tickets are very few, but you want to get tickets, uh, head over to rmpwrestling.com and you'll be able to click on the events link and you'll be able to purchase tickets right there. So uh, purchase them before they are gone. All right, well, before we get out of here, uh, let's thank the uh, Trending Topics Network. Uh, for help hosting this show and if you like this show subscribe to the feed and you'll catch other su great shows such as uh, what's on fight my other podcast i do with my co-host uh, finn fish talk about the uh, fight tv programs you can find on their platform also got all beer inside old school at the movies eurovision showcase and wrestling cheers want to get in contact with this show wrestlingwithaltitude.com is the website podcast at wrestlingwithaltitude.com is the email uh, facebook wrestling with altitude simple as that and twitter handle is russell altitude thank you all for listening supporting and having fun wrestling with altitude mm -hmm.